Greetings in Jesus name. Rashmi and I we would like to welcome each and every one of you that have tuned in for this morning's conversation on the marriage talk. It's been a while since we have been able to do a podcast together, but I'm glad that God has given us another week to have this conversation with each other and for you to be a witness on this uh, conversation. So, hello everybody, hello wherever you are. I hope that God has been good to you. Uh, I know that God has been good to you even if we don't see and sense or know uh, it 100% we have to believe what God is and who God is in our life and that that goes a really really long way. And uh, yeah, it's good to be on the podcast and I hope that you are all uh, working in your marriage because uh, we are all work in progress and so is our marriage. and um, you know i was uh, i i read this very beautiful quote and if i want to paraphrase it for you uh, it goes on to say that we all wait to be a final product before we enter into the marriage thinking that the other person would be as perfect as you expect yourself to be but it is um, it is more joy to work yourself and uh, and to and for the for your spouse or the person you're getting married to to uh grow together in the relationship of marriage so each and every podcast that you listen to is just a small attempt a small seed to help you uh to to be a part of this work in progress or the work in process that you both are in the marriage and marriage itself is uh um it's like a little plant that you water and you care for and you take care of uh and you nurture and nourish every single day so it grows out to be a healthy plant blossoming in with life amen absolutely marriage is not beginning at a finished stage it begins at a stage where we where we agree to work together and grow together yeah i'd like to begin today's conversation with uh, reading this particular text uh, from 1st corinthians chapter 7 Uh, this is paul speaking and he's speaking about marriage in this entire chapter but in this particular scripture this is verse 14 he says for the believing wife brings holiness to her marriage and the believing husband brings holiness to his marriage otherwise your children would not be holy but now they are holy this is speaking about how one person in a marriage Mm-hmm. is capable and powerful enough to bring holiness into the entire marriage it's not even the husband mm-hmm. it's not even the wife either of them you know in fact the context of this is paul is speaking to families where uh, only one of them is saved you know when paul went and started preaching in the church at corinth not the entire family would always be saved either right. the husband or the wife will be the first person to receive the lord and then paul is saying if you're in a family like that if you're in a marriage like that where your husband or your wife is not saved don't leave your husband uh, for that sake or mm-hmm. don't uh, leave your wife because that person is not you know walking with god instead what you could do is you can walk with god and the grace of god that you carry upon your life the relationship that you have with god can automatically overflow into the 
rest of the family that's true and um how do you bring holiness into your marriage if you are not holy yourself and by holiness i do not mean um the you know the the worldly idea of holy but um just the fact that if in your life god is not above and beyond everything then you and you and your life are not sanctified so let's talk about how we can bring holiness in our personal walk with god so uh, you know it's it's just like saying that uh, either you have reins to your life in your own hands or you give the reins to your life to god and you work on the principles of god because he is of course a god of principles and that moves him into action and that moves his favor upon your life so how do you achieve the fact that um you uh, are inching closer towards holiness you are inching closer towards a sanctification and a separation in your personal walk with god in your personal life and that um holiness or that sanctification that you carry in your in your personal life you how do you bring that into marriage and so we today we're going to talk about that that's uh, an important thing to discuss because i think the definition of holiness that we have is very skewed because yes. we have been taught that if you don't wear this and if you uh, don't go there then mm. you're holy mm. however the definition of holiness is holy means to to be set, set apart, apart to True. be set apart for a particular purpose True. and i think that god created us for for deep personal fellowship with him uh you know the in the garden of eden the holiness was not lost when they ate the fruit mm-hmm. i think the holiness was lost when they started engaging with a conversation with the serpent that's true because these guys were set apart in to grow in relationship with god mm-hmm. and here was eve who had engaged in conversation with somebody outside of god and somebody that god had not ordained for her to grow in a relationship with she was allowed to grow in a relationship with adam mm-hmm. she was allowed to grow in a relationship with god but not outside of these two mm-hmm. and outside of these two is where she got into a relationship with a uh, a conversation with the serpent and that led to mm. sin and just to understand uh, in in simpler terms how to define holiness holiness is you being set apart like like pastor pg said uh, holiness is you carrying god is you uh, hosting god now it can be as simple as saying that the bible that you carry is a holy bible because it carries the words of god and in the same way now this is this i am uh, not going to um, i'm not going to poke fun at anybody but i just came across a recent controversy where uh, they were talking about um, how the you know how you should not have the bible on your phone because the phone is an unholy place well um, when your phone carries the bible which is the word of god inside it it is a holy phone just like how your mouth when it carries the the words of god uh it your mouth and your body and you know your very being when you carry the presence of god and not carry the filth of the earth or the world you automatically become holy when you carry the presence of god so your phone is actually holy when you don't carry filth of the earth 
on your phone but instead you when when the bible or when when you take you know the the bible um it would just be another book unholy book if it did not have the word of god inside it uh and your and your and you can definitely use your phone to i'm not making a theology out of it so forgive me if if i come across as that but if your phone carries your bible then and and you use your phone to read the bible and to meditate on the scriptures and to share the scriptures or share an encouraging word then your phone in your holy hands is holy it's not an unholy thing uh just like how your body is holy though it's it's a garment it's an outer garment that has been given to your spirit you have been given the mandate to keep your body holy because when you carry the presence of god you sanctify it and you clear it out and and you make it holy and just like how when you carry the presence of god and when you carry the the voice of god in yourself you become holy and then you take it into marriage and your marriage becomes holy your parenting becomes holy your covenant relationship becomes holy absolutely absolutely and it is very necessary to understand and study holiness in the context of marriage and to say that i need to give god that kind of access where god is number 1 access to god is above everything yeah and in this season i think one of the things that as couples you should do is identify every distractions in your life mm. identify every serpent voices in your life everything else everybody else that is speaking and 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 negating what god is doing in your life trying to bring in confusion trying to bring in uh you know uh, things that is not from the lord trying to uh direct you into a direction that is not from god and as a husband and the wife in the house you need to have conversations about this regularly mm-hmm. that you need to sit down and say okay wait i think that so and so person is trying to influence us too much I think that this particular decision that you've made to work in this place is affecting our a walk with God it is affecting our holiness it is affecting who we are as a family it's very necessary for you to have a conversation about this in your house and 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 learn to identify each and every one of these distractions and identifying these distractions itself goes a really long way in trying to tackle them mm-hmm. the things that we don't know have the power to hurt us but when we know that this is our enemy we know that this is the area that is open and i can be tempted or i can be distracted or i can i can uh, get uh, deflected from my goal if i give more attention to this serpent then you can immediately become alert and watchful and and become uh, intentional to avoid um, you know this particular distraction and once you identify that distraction you need to start making choices that would alter your lifestyle uh, which means that if you have to make a change in your work your work environment your habits of waking up on time or your habits of uh, going and watching television late into the night or whatever uh, things are part and parcel of your lifestyle that is causing you to lose your focus on god you have to learn how to 
reprioritizing and just make choices that will help you alter your lifestyle and uh, i think uh, you know as couples sometimes we get very comfortable with a routine with mm-hmm. a pattern and and then uh, it's very hard to break out of that mold you know mm-hmm. because we we want to we want to w- have that regular schedule of waking up in the morning feeding the kids getting them to school going off to a work and then coming back home chilling relaxing and going off to sleep mm-hmm. so it's very necessary for you to bring in that god factor into your family and to say okay i will be that one husband or i'll be that one wife who will bring holiness into my marriage i will be that one man or one woman because of whom my children will experience god and uh, if you can start making choices that can alter your lifestyle exactly uh, i i i've always felt like um, you know when we enter marriage we enter marriage with the idea that we need to be extremely dependent on the other person and sometimes we even misinterpret verses that say that uh, you know women submit to your husbands the fact that we are independent in marriage we are not dependent on each other for um our walk with god for um spiritual counsel that that should hit you like a rock because god made adam first and adam had fellowship with god before he brought in eve into the picture so god expects us to be independent in him before we start contributing into marriage so it becomes extremely essential for us to have our walk with god straightened out dusted and in place and in order before we think about depending in marriage over each other so in in marriage we are not we are not independent of each other we are not dependent on each other but we are codependent so dependency would mean that we are you know we are relying heavily on your spouse and absolute independence would mean that we have nothing to do with the spouse but codependence means that you are independent in Christ but you are also working hand in hand with your husband or with your wife and that kind of an independence brings in submission where the wife is submitting to her husband because she is independent in Christ and the husband in every way loves and nourishes and cherishes the wife uh because he has been asked or he has been commanded as a principle by the lord and in submission to god he loves his wife so when we focus on god and when we focus on our spouse of course our lifestyles are going to change and um you know we 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 would do everything to identify that one outside voice that might be creeping in to break our marriage and on the on the same note you know we should um also look for solutions mm. to work for in in a hectic season probably when we should understand that if at all we find the lack of hope in our marriage or if we find something's not going right in our marriage it is primarily because we have a void in our hearts yeah. and i've heard this um this very uh, you know famous popular phrase that says we all have a void in our heart and it's a god shaped void mm. so there is nothing that can fill that void other mm. than god mm. it's a god shaped void yeah. your husband cannot do it for you your wife cannot do it for you your children cannot do it for you your work cannot do it for you cannot fill in that missing gap mm. 
that comes purely because it's like a jigsaw puzzle and only god can fill that that void that that emptiness and um, so take your time to um you know find your healing to take your time to find your independence in god absolutely and and once you do find that you know independence and in you're walking with god i think that god has divinely placed your husband or your wife in your life and at different points in life mm-hmm. one of you will be walking with god more intentionally and more intensely and at that time it is your responsibility to encourage your spouse and drag them along and to and to push them to walking with god and and if they are going through a season where they things don't make sense to them like it does to you mm-hmm. why don't you be the voice of god in their life yeah if they are going through a season where they are not able to hear from god mm. where they are not able to read the bible why don't you be the living bible why don't you be the person that is you know speaking the voice of yeah, god yeah the one mistake life. that uh, adam did when uh, when things were going wrong in in the garden of eden was when eve was listening to the voice of uh satan it the bible says adam was with her mm. yet he did not say anything and that yeah. led to the downfall of the entire humanity mm. so be intentional about uh being the voice of god in your spouse's life especially if you see mm. that your spouse is is hitting the lows or going through through a phase mm. um help him or her in prayer um be be loving be kind uh be strong on their behalf and don't be judgmental don't be know. of course <laughs> don't be critical of your spouse mm. you have no idea what he or she is going through in their own heart mm. all the guilt and the condemning voices that is probably plaguing them you don't want to be one of those voices you want to be an encouraging voice mm. so no matter how much time your husband has not read his bible or not prayed or not been coming to church just the fact that you are there in the family knocking on heaven's doors for your family for yeah. him or for yeah. her would bring in all the difference would make all the difference in your marriage absolutely and and, and it's very necessary for you to be persistent don't give up no matter how much you see that the other person is not giving in continue to be persistent continue to keep uh, knocking on heaven's door and gently knocking on your spouse's heart and mm. saying hey we need to pray more mm. we need to fast once in a while we mm. need to uh, you know go after the heart of god concerning our finances we need to just have an exclusive time to teach our children about this particular topic mm. we need to spend some time to uh, grow in our you know relationship together with god you know it's one thing to grow with grow in your relationship with god alone and mm. another thing to grow together yeah. as a family and uh, it's very necessary to do that and you know a couple of uh, couples in the bible that inspires me a lot is aquila and priscilla mm-hmm. you've always heard their names together. together you'll never hear only aquila or only priscilla always together when they're teaching when they're receiving god every time they're together another couple is manoah and his wife mm. in the old mm. testament samson's parents mm. the bible says that they encountered god together wow. that both of them fell face down i think that's the only couple in the bible who encountered god together wow. abraham moses all of them they encountered god alone but here is this one couple that encountered god together mm. can you imagine mm. the beauty of your marriage 
uh, how cool your marriage would be in fact with manoa's case it was the wife that encountered god first, god first right. but then she dragged along her husband and mm. said hey he cannot miss this mm. so he he said uh, she she stopped the angel and said i know you want to speak to me but l- wait 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 let me go get my husband mm. and then together they had a conversation and together they fell face down before the glory that came and i think there's nothing more beautiful than that you know uh, that's something that we are, we are not sharing from a place that we have achieved it all or we have done this we are sharing this from a place that this is the kind of life that we are dreaming of inspired and by <laughs> inspired by and we are wanting to uh, pursue you know yeah. so often when you walk through life there is always discrepancies and you know one person walks faster one person walks slower but the life that god has called us to is to walk hand in hand mm. intentionally in in pursuing uh, god and uh, i think it really helps to uh, make goals you know when it comes to your bible reading together as a family when it comes to your prayer times when it comes to the standards that you kept keep in your house for god the priorities that you make in your house mm-hmm. for everything it it really helps to put goals you know and and make resolutions and and say that within the next 6 months we want to do this within the next one year this is where we want to grow in our walk with god we say that about our finances we are wise enough to plan that about the academics for our children we are very well planned about our careers but mm-hmm. when it comes to our walk with god we take it very lightly we think that it will just eventually all pan out mm-hmm. or we we put the burden or the responsibility of on our spiritual pastors. growth on the pastors or the sunday school teachers yeah. and, you know we just outsource these jobs but you know if you can be that one believing husband mm. that paul spoke about or if you can be that one believing wife in in first corinthians 7 who can bring holiness into your marriage and say that hey this is this is where we are headed mm. and this is what we want to do and and write them down you know it really helps to have visual reminders yeah hang them in public places put them on your mirrors put them in a place where your children can read and remind you and make you feel guilty about not keeping them <laughs> the yeah. bible even goes to the extent of saying put it over your forehead forehead that's what they did in the old testament they would tie the word of god on their forehead just to remind them that there is only one god and you can only worship this mm. one god mm. in it's it's very necessary that you know you you make this as an intentional goal in your family that god is number one god is the center of this family jesus is the highest name in this family and and you become very intentional to make everybody know about it when when guests come in when families stay with you when uh, you're going through something uh, very hectic and all of that there is constant visual reminders of where you are headed to and once you know that this is where you're headed to and uh, you achieve it take time out to celebrate mm-hmm. together as a family you mm-hmm. know um i i don't know my wife may not necessarily agree with this but i love how bill johnson talks about this in his book racing giant killers and and he says that every time his children would sit uh, nicely in the church 
and they would sit and you know not make an issue or a fuss during worship every time they would worship properly and they would listen to the word they would get an ice cream on their way back home <laughs> you know so they would be rewarded for uh, being uh, attentive in church mm-hmm. and i think that we have to take every moment every opportunity that we get uh, to to celebrate if your kid had to uh, you know come out on top in a football game you're going to celebrate that True. if your kid is going to do something amazing in their class you will congratulate and celebrate it but why is it that when we uh, do grow in our walk with god we just say oh it's okay mm. not a big deal mm. I, i don't think we even um, want to measure it or we even uh, acknowledge that there has been growth yeah and and that goes a long way in in motivating and encouraging yourselves and saying hey this is a big deal for us mm-hmm. when we've been able to do this when we've been able to uh, live up to the standard that we have set for ourselves that uh, this is uh, this is really good we have to keep going on but for the last one month we did not miss a single night mm-hmm. of family praying mm-hmm. so let's celebrate that so uh, pizza for everybody fasting and praying <laughs> <laughs> uh i hope it's uh, you're not celebrating by fasting and praying but you know nothing wrong with fasting and praying but um and and, and reward each other and you know bless each other make make your family fun you know yeah uh, let let your kids know that it's not a boring thing to walk with god mm-hmm. that when you walk with god there is uh, definitely honor and reward from heaven but at the same time there is celebrations here in the house mm. uh, because we celebrate everything that god celebrates when the uh, one lost sheep came home there was celebration true when that one lost coin was found there was celebration when the when that one lost son came home there was celebration so i believe that we have to be families that celebrate a uh, a simple breakthrough and amen yeah something that has changed true true and uh, probably another thing that we can do uh, to bring in uh, holiness is to remain accountable to yeah. one more person outside of your marriage yeah. um regarding your walk with god regarding your uh, personal formation you know the the reformation that's happening inside of you uh, find either a married couple that is older to you or a married person if you are a man find a married man who's elder to you if you're a woman find a woman who's older to you and who's married and stay accountable do not do, of course you when you when you talk about mentorship you do not leave your leadership outside uh, it can be your pastor it can be a leader in church it can be uh, someone that god has placed over you it has to be someone who shares the vision that god has planted in you it has to be someone who does not deviate from the teachings of the word of god find someone who you can be accountable to and and just like how you would bear everything and hide nothing to your doctor or to your psychologist just in the same manner bear everything hide nothing uh, with your mentor let the work of god refine you purify you make you holy uh, bring in a kind of sanctification in your life 
um, that you may not have seen before and we know and we have seen and we have been we have been really like i i feel like we've been rewarded by the fact that god has placed spiritual parents over us god has placed marriage mentors over us we we've, we've had leaders over us who have spoken so much and who worked behind the scenes so much into our marriage uh, that we are seeing the fruits of it um, you know so many years uh from the day of our wedding and we have grown not not like like how priji said we've not uh, achieved everything we've not uh, arrived but we're still growing we are growing and the, and just looking back and seeing how much the growth has been and how much we have grown with each other it's a joyful process it's it's a beautiful process and so remain accountable to your mentor to your pastor to your leader um whoever god has placed over you bring honor into your marriage so i'll just sum up everything that we've discussed uh, regarding bringing in holiness bringing in um sanctification into your marriage because of your effort uh identify distractions in your life um bring in intentional choices that would alter your lifestyle find uh creative solutions for your seasons um re- you have to um work towards some goals some resolutions something, something that, that can, can be, be quantified yes yeah. something something that can be measured uh, in terms so make those goals and meet those goals and once uh, and you can of course put in some visual reminders by by putting it up uh, on the wall some scripture on your phone you can make a a screen saver or uh, you can make it your display picture uh, tweet it let the world know what what you feel uh, so bring in some visual reminders and celebrate every achievement that you have uh, acquired in your in in your walk together in holiness and last of all but definitely not the least remain accountable to your leaders to to Amen. the to the person that god has placed over you awesome can we just take a moment to pray for them father we just pray and we bless every man every woman that is listening to us we speak grace upon grace strength upon strength faith upon faith Lord I pray that you would cause the atoms that are listening to us right now to be drawn closer to your heart the eaves Lord that you would give them a fresh glimpse of your love and your compassion and your desire for them and you would draw them close to your heart so that in the process we can bring in divine sacredness into our marriage yeah. divine holiness divine love divine uh, compassion that everything about god will become real to our spouses and our children lord because of one man's love and devotion to god mm. in the marriage mm. we pray and we bless your children wherever they are cause their marriage to flourish and go into the next level this season yes. thank you for hearing our prayer in jesus name we pray amen amen, amen. God It was a joy you. to speak to all of you. Uh, if you are blessed, make sure to let us know what is the one thing that touched you from this podcast. Go online and leave a review so that we'll get to hear what is it that God is doing in your marriages. And uh, if you would like to do this, you are welcome to uh, join as a monthly 
sponsor or partner with our ministry just go to our website pastorpriji.com/donate and you will have all the options to do so over there and if you would like prayers for your marriage if you would like to share something about your marriage why don't you leave a mail and uh, we will be praying for you and uh, we want to be a blessing uh, make sure that you are a blessing to someone you know pray for someone you know and uh, have a fruitful fruitful week ahead God bless you.